1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. And it starts with a warm, good Sunday morning. It's just past uh, 8 o'clock, and every Sunday at this time, well, it's such a pleasure to be alongside Ray Lance of USA Wealth Group, sponsors of Money Wise, the Money Guys. But this morning, you have a Money Wise gal with you. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Yes, my Money Wise gal I would like to introduce this morning is uh, my wife, um, attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning. Your voice sounds very low this morning. That's because you're sitting next to me. <laughs> no, actually, Phil, this is my guest of 50-something years. Oh, yes, but I who's, know it. who's counting? Unbelievable. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Shortly beautiful. 52. 52 years? Oh, no, don't say that. That's older than I am. That is so fast. <laughs> I didn't marry my child. Oh, my gosh, that's too good. I've eaten it. That's well, wonderful. I, actually, we were... Uh, Child, bride, and bridegroom when we got married, weren't we? We were 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Yep, very young for what people are doing today, pretty much, yep. And, um, well, I won't, I won't go further than that without saying something Kenny, really they're, fresh. They're not getting married t- today. <laughs> that's true. They just live together until <laughs> they just... they're 35. <laughs> yes, but that's a custom for uh, the older generation as well as the younger generation. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that afterwards, Tenny. Yeah. Why should people either continue to live together or perhaps should they get married or should they not get married? Well, I talk with people quite a lot about that because um, it relates to things that they may either have to pay or avoid paying. (laughs) Like what, nursing home bills? Right. Hmm. So, Phil, here's the most important question of the hour. If you are ill and incapacitated, would you rather be taken care of in your own home or would you rather be in a nursing home facility? I'll be honest with you. I'd rather be home where I'm comfortable and uh, everyone knows my habits. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the nurse coming in doesn't have to ask me what my name is four times. And <laughs> but your right. habits may be why your family wants you in the nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I hadn't thought of it that way. You have a very good point. <laughs> and from my point of view, I might get better cooking in the nursing home. Who knows? Definitely. <laughs> we have the coldest kitchen in the world. <laughs> Our kitchen is usually 58 to 60. <laughs> well, that's because we're too cheap to turn up the heat. Oh, no. Anyway. Ozzy and Harriet here. <laughs> Mutt and Jeff. Yep. Absolutely. A few others that we could think of. Never mind. <laughs> no. All right. Well, let's get serious. Why, and talk. why did you ask the question, though? Well, because we're going to talk today about getting help at home. Oh. And what does it mean to stay in your own home and have somebody take care of you if you are in need of care? Okay. And you may have a spouse. You may not have a spouse. But even if you do have a spouse and you're aging together, um, it might not be feasible or practical or possible for the other spouse to take care of you. For example, if you fell down on the floor, could somebody pick you up at home? Not, not necessarily. Good you might need a caregiver. So the first rule in hiring caregivers is hire husky caregivers. Good point. <laughs> somebody who can pick you up. <laughs> they usually wear back braces also. Oh, do they? Yeah, that's yeah. a thought, isn't it? Well, we're going to talk actually seriously about uh, getting help at home. That's our topic for today. 
aging in place, it's sometimes called. And it's very popular today. There are a lot of uh, caregivers who can come into your home and take care of you there. We've had some on the show before. Home Instead, we're going to talk a little bit about them. Uh, they were very gracious in coming to visit us. But first of all, I'd like to thank you for listening to MoneyWise every week, brought to you by USA Wealth Group. You can find us on the web at usawealthgroup.com. You can give us a call at 508-998-8858. I want to mention that a few weeks ago we did a show on cutting the cable, and we had had a number of people calling for information in writing, which we have available if somebody wants it. Just give us a call. We'll send you out a little packet of information on how to reduce your cable bill, how to cut your cable bill. And if you pay attention to this, you can save $100 a month. Sure. That's a lot of money. Yes, it is. So call us at any time at 508-998-8858. And back to my special guest today, Attorney Tenny Lance. Tenny, give us the name of your firm and your address and your telephone number. We are Lance Law, and we are located on Fonts Corner Road, uh, almost directly across from Vanity Fair and the new UMass Law School. Uh, our phone number is 508-998-8800. We would love to have you call. Our initial consultations, other than for Medicaid, uh, are free, and we'd love to meet with you. Now, Phil, I have to give you a quotation from my dear old friend Plato. Did you think that? Do you think that Plato was a wise man? Yes. Of course he was. Well, Plato once said, one of the penalties for refusing to participate in politics is that you end up being governed by your inferiors. <laughs> I like that. Now, this is not directed at either party or anything, but like basically that. it's saying you have to participate in politics because if you don't, you can't complain about it later, can you? That's right. That's exactly and right. And when we have a country that only 50% of our population typically votes in national elections, you know, shame on you. Mm. But if you don't vote, don't complain. That's right. And I have to give you one more from uh, Plato that I really like. People are like dirt. <laughs> they can either nourish you and help you grow as a person, or they can stunt your growth and make you wilt and die. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's <laughs> pretty grim. But I kind of like it. <laughs> but even Plato, I think probably Plato would have been a great radio show host. Don't you think so? What a great thought. Yes. Yeah. Mornings with Plato. So um, maybe you should do a Plato morning someday, Phil, That's on the radio. That's a fabulous thought. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind that. Toga day. To absolutely. <laughs> Speaking yeah. in Greek. Oh, this is very good idea, Miss Tenny. Can you speak Greek? I can. I thought so. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. I do. <laughs> well, I asked you the question a minute ago, Phil, about whether you would rather be at home if you were incapacitated. Right. And you said, yes, you would. And I would also. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd have to put in some more sound-controlled devices or, or communication devices so I could call Tenny from another room. <laughs> right, Tenny? I can't help it that I don't hear well. Well, the U.S. Center for Disease Control states that 90% of adults over the age of 65 do report that they would prefer to stay in their current residence as they age. It's our surroundings. It's comfortable. I have a friend right now who's in a nursing home facility for rehab. He fell and broke both legs, Ooh. had some surgery, 
I'm not going to mention the place where he's at, but almost every time I go to see him, he complains that he put his call light on an hour ago and nobody has come to see him wow. yet. And, um, you know, they're understaffed probably, and you don't get the same kind of attention necessarily you would get at home. No. One if you put thir- the call light on at home, I might or might not respond. That's true. Oh, then... <laughs> I'll buy you one of these bells that you ring. Ding, 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 ding. You'd like that, wouldn't you, Tenny? That would help. You know, the problem is if I was ever in that situation and she had to take care of me at home, she would probably give me the cat treatment. You know what the cat treatment is? What? In three or four rooms in the house, we have these little squirt bottles to keep water. And when the kitties go places they're not supposed to, you just go, give them a quick squirt. Great idea. They've learned so well that now all you have to do is pick up the squirt bottle and show them, and they run. Say, <laughs> this, this squirt bottle's for Ray. What? You called me and you didn't need to? Squirt. <laughs> well, that's funny. one third of American households, one third of all households right now, house one or more residents who are 60 years of age or older. That's amazing. One third. And by 2030, which isn't too far from now, how many years is that? It's about 12 years from now. One out of every five people in the United States will be 65 years of age or older. Wow. So we are an aging population. We are, but I also um, am not impressed when people over 60 are called elderly. Yeah. Um, most people are living longer and are healthier longer. So sure. um, it's th- there's a whole mindset that has to change about that, I think. Well, all three of us in this room right now would probably qualify for the category of elderly, but sure. we're, we're the new elderly. You know, 65 is the new 50. Exactly. And we're active and we do things and... That's that's, right. that's important. We are in denial. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're in enlightenment. <laughs> well, we're not on the Amazon, so we must be in denial. <laughs> denial. <laughs> well, George Burns once said, you can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old. And that certainly that's certainly is my right. philosophy. You bet. And every time I see my young grandchildren, I try to make a fool out of myself. <laughs> Right, we always Tenny? say that Ray's mental age is about the same as his youngest grandchild. Well, that's important. It's important you keep pace with him. <laughs> well, let's talk about what is aging in place. Um, that's our first topic today. Aging in place simply means you want to live in the residence of your choice for as long as you're able as you get older. You'd rather not live in assisted living. You'd rather not live in a nursing home. And... But there are some very nice places, though, aren't there, Tenny? Well, yes. Assisted living is usually um, very, very nice. It's it's almost like being at a small resort because of the activities and you have your own apartment usually. So assisted living I've never felt to be um, a deprivation. I think it's it's a nice way to go. It is. And usually you can bring your own furniture to a place like that and your own television. Many of them will have your own pets. But aging in place simply means that uh, during the time of your life when you become older, you can still have all the things that you need in your daily life. You can maintain the quality of your living. And you've got the money to be able to pay for what it requires to stay there. Now, Tenny, you work a lot 
on the legal side of aging in place. You help a lot of people who want to stay where they are. Um, sometimes we talk to them about caregiving and caregiving options and uh, organizations such as Home Instead that we've had on the show before. We'll talk about them again in just a minute. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have somebody with you 100% of the time, does it? Oh, no, not at all. Um, usually caregivers can come in maybe once or twice a week just to do heavy tasks like laundry or house cleaning or maybe even grocery shopping. So there is the opportunity to have the caregivers keep you in place by doing those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You just sometimes just need help on the outside. You might need help driving. Maybe you shouldn't be driving any longer. Well, how do you do your grocery shopping if you can't do uh, driving anymore, for example? Right, and um, there are more and more places now that will deliver meals even. And Meals on Wheels, of course, has been in place for a very long time. So there are lots of ways that we're learning to keep people at home. I just read in the paper that Panera Bread, which is in Dartmouth, is going to start doing a delivery service, for example. Right. Last night, as I was thinking about the show, I was talking to one of the folks from the office, and I was told about a place that's on Route 6 across from Bishop Stang in a little plaza there. And you can go in and get prepared meals already fixed for you. So you could send somebody to the store like that and get a whole meal ready for you. Right. Yes, more Healthy. and more of the, of the restaurants and the, the food service places are doing that. Um, I just read the other day about um, a place that prepares all the basics for a meal, puts it in a box, and gives you instructions about easy preparation. So you've got everything that you need for a good meal just by picking up the box. That's interesting. So even I could do that. Mm. Even you <laughs> even you could eat better than what I cook, right, they give by you just picking up the, the cheese. Boxes. And the elbows, you see? There you go. That's all you need, right? (laughs) Well, once or twice a week, I will try to be responsible for the evening meal. So I pull up my telephone, and I order takeout someplace. (laughs) Right? Uh, We're both in bad condition Uh, about that. I I love Ricardi's takeout. I love Not Your Average Joe's takeout. You can do it on the computer. You go and pick it up. It's easy. You can have a glass of wine while you're waiting for your food to be ready. (laughs) I don't want to get home at 7 o'clock and cook a meal. No, I don't blame you. (laughs) Well, George Burns once said, I'd go out with women my age, but there are no women my age. (laughs) We probably shouldn't push that one too far. (laughs) George Burns also said, You know you're getting old when you stoop to tie your shoelaces and wonder what else you could do while you're down there. (laughs) It was wonderful. But you know what? Some people say, oh, I hate getting old. And I always say it's better than the alternative. Yes, it is. Of not getting old. Mm -hmm. So, Tenny, let's talk about some safety things in a person's home. If you're going to stay at home, and particularly if you're going to be by yourself, you know several people right now, and I know several people right now, who recently have had falls and have suffered major trauma, broken bones, torn ligaments, and so forth. And they go in for surgery and for months and months of rehab. So what are some of the things that we can do, for example, to prevent falls in the home? Or what are some of the technology things that we might think about doing if you need to call somebody? 
Well, as far as falls go, one of the toughest things about the way our uh, dwellings are constructed around here in New England is that there are basements, and therefore with basements usually come basement laundries. People going up and down stairs with laundry baskets and loads of laundry is a really dangerous thing. It's not easy always to relocate the laundry on the uh, first level, but that's a very important thing to think about. Um, another thing is scatter rugs. Amazingly enough, they can be incredibly dangerous for somebody with some kind of a gait issue, um, walking issue. So get rid of all those scatter rugs. Either don't use them at all or put in wall to wall or something. Sure. So that means basically if you can move the rug really easily with your foot on a bathroom tile floor and you just touch it and it slides, you're going to slide with it sometime. Get rid of it. Make sure it has a rubber backing or yes. do something different. And ours, of course, are all very slippery, and, and we talk better than we do. <laughs> well, so far, that hasn't been an issue. But I'll tell you, there are many things that you can do, and whether it's you're an older person listening to this show or whether you're a younger person thinking about your parents listening to the show, put grab bars up. They're not always really pretty, but, boy, they can sure help. I did that once when we had my uncle come to visit. I've mentioned this before. We had a single railing going upstairs. Oh, yeah. was, um, and it was on the banister. And he had a hard time coming up and down, going up and down the stairs. I had another banister put along the wall. So now you could get down and you could grab on both sides going down. And there was such a sense of security for him yeah. and for all of us. So you can do that kind of a thing. I want to remind you that um, Tenny, Attorney Tenny Lance, is here from Lance Law, Inc. And Tenny, you do a lot of work in the area of Medicaid planning. You help people plan their estates with legal documents such as powers of attorney and health care proxies and trusts and wills and things like that, right? Yes, that's a, a main focus of our law firm. And I can't tell you how many people now come in concerned about nursing homes as opposed to just having concerns about estate planning and whether they have proper documents for when they're deceased. They're much more concerned about the possibility that they will end up in a nursing home and lose all of their assets. So, yes, we have a, a big contingent of people that want to talk about that nowadays. So when we talk about preparing and making sure that you're protected if you fall or have an injury or something of that nature, one of the first important steps you need to do is to have some legal documents in place, don't you? Everybody should have some basic legal documents in place. We've talked about this so much, but it's really true that you all should have some type of will or trust preferably a trust. You all should have durable powers of attorney for property in case you can't make it to the bank, but your named agent could do it for you or pay your bills or whatever. Everyone should have health care documents so that somebody else can make a health decision if necessary. If you happen to be unconscious or maybe you're having surgery or maybe even a simple day program like a colonoscopy, somebody can make a health decision for you. Let me stop you right there for just a minute. We're talking with attorney Tenny Lance. And um, Tenny, what's your telephone number, by the way? Our phone number is 508-998-8800. 
Well, I'm going to tell you the story about my friend who's currently in a rehab facility, and he's going to be there for at least three months total because he fell outside on the ice and tore both ligaments and both knees. They had to be surgically reattached. He has a wonderful relationship with a wonderful woman. They're not married. He doesn't have a power of attorney for her. He hasn't given her a power of attorney. He hasn't given her a health care proxy. And I said, you know, she has no right to go look at your medical records to talk to your doctor or anything else. So you should either think about maybe getting married at some point, which they've discussed, or at a minimum, you've got to have documents in place. Uh, durable power of attorney, health care proxy. So if you have papers that need to be signed, she can sign them legally for you. It's important to note, though, that even if you are married, the spouse does not necessarily have access to your bank accounts or have access to health records unless you have those documents in place. So getting married alone is not the answer. Well, I know three people this winter so far who have had falls and suffered serious injuries. One of them goes to the church that Tenny and I go to. He had his arm in a sling, and I said, what happened? He said, I fell on the ice and I broke my collarbone. A younger man, too. He's, he's younger. Uh, he's much younger than we are. Yeah. That's Anything younger than us is really young. Very young. <laughs> there's young, and then there's very young. So do have some documents in place. But that's really step number one, isn't it, Tenny? Absolutely. You have to have these documents in place. And if you don't, then somebody could go into probate court and spend four or $5,000 and be named your legal guardian. And maybe it's somebody you don't want to be your legal guardian. That's true. Or your conservator, more importantly, because uh, a conservator can have access to all of your finances. Well, let's say you want to stay at home. And how fall-proof, um, protection-proof, and so forth is your house right now? Do you have a way to call people if you have a fall? Do you have a cell phone? Is it programmed? You can just punch a button and call somebody if you need to. What if you're alone in the house and you need to reach somebody? Could you get to a telephone? You, you really should think about getting those uh, little devices that you wear around your necks so you can just push it if you've fallen. It's terrible to think about somebody yeah, laying like on first the floor alert, for I think hours and hours trying and to get to a phone, and it happens for sure. We had a mutual client. I had done financial work, and you had done legal work for a client who then moved to Florida, and she literally spent hours and hours and hours having fallen on the floor in her home in Florida before she was discovered. Remember that case, Jenny? Yes, absolutely. And she since has passed away, and I know you've been involved in helping settle her estate. But... Um, Make sure that you have a way to call somebody. We used to make fun of these things. I've fallen and I can't get up. But those things work. Oh, sure. So have something in your home where you could call somebody and alert somebody if you needed to. Check on your neighbors. If you don't hear from somebody, uh, call them. If you don't get a response, go check on them and find out if they're okay. There you are some communities that run daily checks. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's through the Council on Aging or the police department, but they will call you every morning. If you don't answer, they send a policeman over to see if you're all right. I and think that's I heard, a great service. Yes. I think I heard Metapoisit was doing that. I think more, regu more regularly, more communities are doing mm. it. Yeah, it's a good policy. 
But if you're a younger person and you have an older parent and you're concerned about them, check out the doorways. Are the doorways wide enough? Are there proper handrails to get up and down steps? Can you create an entrance without steps? One of the things that I like a lot, even at my own age, is I like putting handles on doors, as there is right now in this studio, instead of doorknobs. It's hard to grab a doorknob and twist it. If you have arthritis, it's hard to twist them. If you have a lever instead of a doorknob, uh, it works much better. So if you're a younger person, you've got an older parent, think about changing out doorknobs and putting on levers instead. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about some other things of how you can monitor people, monitor your parents even, not spy on them, but just make sure they're okay. We're going to come right back after a short break and continue on some very important ideas for getting help at home and how you can bring people in your house to help take care of you. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise. We're talking about Uncle Phil, Phil Paleologus. I asked him earlier in the hour, would you rather be at home having somebody take care of you if you needed care Or would you rather be in a nursing home? Well, there's lots of ways you can stay at home or prolong your stay at home. And for most of us, I think we would rather do that. Yes. Can you throw in a massage, please? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Whatever you need. And I'm sure there are masseuses who would come to the house. (laughs) No, there, there are. There are people who do that. They bring their little tables and they set the table up. You have to be agile enough to get up on the table to... I'm not sure you could be picked up to do that, but yes, you could do that. Just a shoulder and neck rub would do at That's the moment. That's nice, oh. yeah. So this morning we are here with attorney Tenny Lance from Lance Law, Inc. Tenny does work primarily in the area of helping elders, helping elders, and helping anybody for that matter do wills, trusts, durable powers of attorney, health care proxies. But you also do a lot of Medicaid planning, don't you, for people who need care at home or care in a nursing home. Does Medicaid pay for having somebody come into your home to take care of you, Tenny? Uh, The answer is yes, maybe. Um, Okay. There is a program called the Home and Community-Based Waiver. I mean, how could you make a more complex name? But that is the program that allows Medicaid to pay for people to come into your home. But like any other Medicaid program, it's a program for the poor, so you need to have uh, the situation. <laughs> well, you have to have the situation in place so that uh, you're eligible for this. So earlier we were talking about the very important need to have things such as wills and trusts and durable powers of attorney and healthcare proxies and those things, so people can help you sign your name, follow your wishes, and so forth. But when it comes to Medicaid planning and hopefully having some state assistance, I guess the most important rule there would be you need to plan enough ahead of time, don't you? Well, planning for Medicaid, as we tell people, takes five years. Um, And a lot of people just don't plan that far ahead. Who knows? Who among us knows whether we will be in a nursing facility within a five-year time frame? So people put it off. Procrastination is the easiest thing to do until the time comes. And then usually we uh, will see people when it's maybe too late. But this is really important to plan early because if you plan ahead early, you can protect everything. If you don't plan ahead 
then you're not going to protect everything, and it's going to cost you a lot of money before you have eligibility for state services. Now, we see it all the time. I see it all the time. You see it all the time. You have to plan earlier. You know, Andy Rooney once said, I've learned that life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer it gets to the end, the faster it goes. <laughs> and I guess the same thing could be said for planning, right, Tenny? That's true. Uh, that is Where so, do you get these quotes? I don't that know. Is great. <laughs> Keep that image in mind, ladies and gentlemen, and plan ahead, plan early. So seriously, uh, I'm sure you see a lot of people who wait until the last minute. Oh, absolutely. We had a lady in the office just the other day, and um, although her husband had been somewhat ill, he wasn't really ill until about Thanksgiving. And then she had to call the police to take him to um, the hospital and then have him end up in a nursing facility. Well, now it's likely he will not come home. So what is she able to save of their resources when the, the need is right now for Medicaid? The alternate is, of course, paying maybe 15 or more thousand dollars per month for a nursing home bed. And that's a double bed, I mean, a single bed and a double room. Um, so it's, it's a bad situation. Well, for example, if you have a husband and wife and you know that one spouse has a number of medical issues and it's more likely than, that, than not that that person will go to a nursing home first, maybe you need to set up things like irrevocable trust that I know you do, but you need to put assets in that ahead of time, ideally five years ahead of time. So don't wait because the spouse who's at home when the sick spouse goes to the nursing home is going to end up losing a lot of money, right? Spending it down. Yes. Um, as we've said many times, the limit of the amount of resources you can have and be on Medicaid as a couple is 122000 And that really is not very much. We see more and more people uh, nowadays with resources, uh, whether they are IRAs or annuities or just bank accounts, that are up in the hundreds of thousands because they've saved all their life. They've been good doobies. And so they put this money away for their retirement. Now the money gets eaten up so quickly by nursing homes. So what, what about the house? What if they have a house which has no mortgage? They've paid off the mortgage a long time ago. One spouse has to go to the nursing home. Can the spouse who stays at home, the community spouse, continue to live and stay in the house? Absolutely. The community spouse, so-called, can live there for the rest of her or his life and not be pushed out by the Medicaid program. However, there will be a lien on the property, and therefore the equity that you've built up could well be lost after the second spouse dies. All right, so what do you do if you have a couple, and let's say the husband is really sick and it's, there's a possibility that he may have to go to a nursing home, and they both say to you, we've worked hard to pay off our mortgage, we'd really like to keep our house for our kids, and if he goes to the nursing home and the state puts a lien on the house, what else could we do to protect the house to keep it for our children? That's a complicated question, more complicated than maybe you know. 
um, because there are things that we can do if there is a couple involved. We can transfer resources to the well spouse and so forth. But in general, the thing to do is to plan five years in advance and get the house into an irrevocable income-only trust. And we talk about that all the time with our clients. So if you put the house in an irrevocable trust and you had at least five years before somebody had to go to a nursing home, you can protect the house for the children? That's correct. So that's the reason that you need to plan in advance. The house is usually someone's most important asset. They've worked all their lives. They've spent their time improving the house. They have no mortgage, and they want to pass it down to their children. So that's very important to most everybody that I see. So the important message here from attorney Tenny Lance is get legal documents in place, and if you want to protect assets from possible nursing home claims, you have to plan ahead of time, and ideally at least five years ahead of time. That's correct. And we can help on the financial side also at USA Wealth Group. Give us a call at 508-998-8858 because we help sometimes with taking people's assets and putting them into the irrevocable trust. And then once it's in the irrevocable trust, let's say it's cash from the bank account, we can now take that money and put it into something like an indexed annuity contract, which is going to make good money. Five years later, that money is protected. So visit attorney Tenny Lance. Give her a call at 508-998-8800. And the other thing that you often help us do is, like this lady who was in the office the other day with excess resources, we can convert those resources into an income stream for her with something called an immediate annuity. And you are able to do that for us. I have to give you a quotation from Will Rogers. It's, it mixes the best of both aging and politics. And Will Rogers once said, we could certainly slow down the aging process if it had to work its way through Congress. <laughs> Forever and ever. He was an astute observer of Congress and government. I have one borderline quotation from Rodney Dangerfield, but I think this works, Phil. You'll have to trust my judgment. Oh, gosh. Cover your ears, folks. On this one from Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) I'm at the age where food has taken the place of sex in my life. In fact, I've just had a mirror put over the kitchen table. (laughs) (laughs) That one's not too bad. That was great. (laughs) Yes, yes, some tough ones. Tenny, I'd I'd like to jump back for a minute. We're talking about some legal documents and things that people might do to protect assets. And the old message is true. If you, if you want to plan and protect, you have to do it ahead of time. It's that simple. But we talked about some physical things we can do in the house, like having levers instead of doorknobs and having an upstairs laundry, uh, having electrical outlets put at a place where they can be reached, railings, having a handheld shower head. So instead of having the shower head that's up high that you maybe have to reach to adjust, you have one that's like on the on the tube, the wand, and you can squirt wherever you want to squirt. Did I say that right? Yes, I think I did. Fortunately. But get rid of clutter. Look for things that are obvious hazards that you're going to trip over. You can put a home elevator in a house if you like your house and it's two-story and bedrooms are upstairs and you're going to not have a difficult time climbing stairs. 
Put in one of these stair lifts so you can sit in and it takes you upstairs. Heightened toilet bowls. This sounds like a silly one, but it's not. It's very good. The standard toilet right now is about 15 inches off the floor. It's low. When you go to sit down on it, you it's hard to get back up again, and it's hard to get down onto it. So when we did some renovations not long ago, we put in 17-inch toilet bowls. They're much easier at any age to sit on, unless it's a very young child. But it makes a huge difference. It doesn't cost a huge amount of money to do that. It really does make a big difference. It's, it's a lot easier to use. And, and more comfortable. Yep. And even if you're a little peanut like Tenny. Uh, Tenny is, That's a new name. Tenny is <laughs> five foot two and shrinking. I'm not five two anymore, no. <laughs> uh, curbless showers. You can remodel a shower sure. and you can have it so you can just roll in with a wheelchair if you needed to, things of that nature. Grab rails, grab rails, grab rails. Put them anywhere you can. When you go to slip, and people do, boy, if you can put your hand out and grab onto a rail, it makes a tremendous difference. There's one more option for your toilet. Are you ready? Yes. They, uh, You can buy something that you put right over your toilet. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Like handrails. It's almost That's like right. a walker. Exactly. Yep. And it fits right into the uh, toilet bowl, and then you have some something to grab onto when you're lifting yourself up. Yep, push right. yourself up. And those are fairly inexpensive. Yes. Yeah. It's less expensive than moving, the changing out the toilet, for example. So these sound like um, small things, but they make a huge difference. And if it makes a difference between falling and not falling... Or it's... makes a difference between being at home and having to go into a nursing home, most importantly. What a, a trade-off that is. Right. We tell people all the time, try not to fall we see it all the time. One of the worst things an older person can do is to have a fall, uh, break a bone, break a hip. Right. Uh, one of my good friends in town, uh, his wife fell at home. Sure. It was a two-level, two-step down to the next level, and she slipped and fell and broke a hip. And she's in rehab in a nursing home. Oh, yeah. And it totally changes your life. And it does. It, it takes people downhill very quickly, yeah. physically, mentally. Course. You know, to have surgery, you have to be out of your environment. So try not to fall. Mentally, um, most importantly, I think. I mean, people who are, are confined to a nursing facility are just depressed all the time, and you can't help them. They're pretty tough places to be in. Oh. Yep. I was thinking about seats in the uh, bath so that you can sit down and yes. take a shower. My yes. uncle had that in his bathtub. Mm-hmm. He was in a senior facility, uh, elderly housing. It didn't have a zero-step bathtub, but he had to climb over it. Yeah. But he had a seat in the tub so he could sit down in the tub. Yes. Very important. Very. And um, Billy Crystal once said, by the time a man is wise enough to watch his step, he's too old to go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I think we would probably all agree with that. Um, so let's talk. I want to continue. Uh, aside from physical things, and we've got some good list of things, if you would like some reports or information, give us a call, 508-998-8858. We've got reports on financial topics. Tenny has reports on some of the legal topics and what the different documents mean. She'd be happy to give them. Um, I want to talk just a little bit about organizations that are in the area and what to look for. If you want to bring somebody in to help take care of you, 
we have gone through good experiences and bad experiences with clients. And often they make these arrangements on their own without getting advice from attorney Tenny Lance, for example, or myself. And we had a situation recently where a gentleman, he's not too much younger than I am, and his mother was in her 90s, and she wanted to stay at home, and he had caregivers coming in to help take care of her. Well, he was paying them under the table. And one of the people who was there getting paid under the table um, had a minor injury in the home while she was there. And I said, you are vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You could be sued. You don't have workers' compensation insurance. If she's an employee and you don't have workers' compensation insurance, then you can be personally sued. A lien could be put on your house, and all manner of things could happen. So It's not just the, the workers' comp. It's the fact that they, uh, being paid under the table, are not contributing to the Social Security program. And so if you're found to be paying somebody without contributing to that, you can be fined and have uh, penalties up to three times the amount sure. that you paid this person. What was it's his reasoning? just is not working. Yeah, it's it. not. What was his reasoning for Well, it's a lot cheaper to pay somebody without... It's, it's cheaper. He doesn't have to withhold taxes. Uh, sometimes the person who's providing the services likes it better because they don't want to report the income. Gotcha. And so there's all kinds of mm -hmm. laws, regulations, and so forth being um, yep. broken here. Um, and you just have to be concerned about that. We've worked with this company also uh, called Home Instead. Uh, Salem Doyle is the owner. They serve all the local towns around here. I'm not going to list them all. They're a great organization. So if you work with an organization such as Home Instead, and we didn't tell them we're going to talk about them again today, but they do great jobs. And they do the withholding. They do the reporting. They make sure there's insurances in place. And guess what else they do? They do background checks on the people who are going into your home to take care of your older parent. You pay somebody under the table, and you're not going to do a background check, and you don't know what their background is or who's going to be there. Right. So you want to have insurance protection, liability protection, workers' comp insurance protection. And that's what you get if you work with an agency like Home Instead. I'm looking through some of their material to see if I can find their telephone number We'll um, if you have a need for uh, home care, one entity that you really ought to be in touch with is the, um, why can't I think of the name of it? Bristol Elders? Well, Bristol Elders is the one in Fall River, but what's the one here? Um, anyway, it's the um, state-sponsored program that uh, can come out and evaluate your parent to determine whether or not they are physically in need of services. And then that component uh, goes in with a Medicaid application to get this home and community-based waiver program that I was talking about before. But in addition, they can arrange services in your house. So please take care, take uh, uh, advantage mm -hmm. of anything that you can to make use of these agencies that are out there on your behalf. The Council on Aging is a great reference source. Yes. And I want to give you two references for Home Instead because I think what they do is very valuable. Homeinstead.com, very simple and easy to remember. And a phone number is 508-938-1079. 
We've got some uh, brochures and materials that we've printed off their website. If somebody wants information, let us know. Um, when they take care of somebody, they keep a log. And people who are allowed to look at the log, such as a child who might live in a different state, you can go and take a look at the log and find out exactly what's happening with your parent that day. There's just a lot of peace of mind. So highly recommend them. And uh, don't try to do it on your own. And if you don't do it right, you do it on your own, you could have legal financial liability. That's why they have to come see you. Get your advice and guidance. <clears throat> One we other example just to tell people about is that um, we had a couple in our office not long ago, and they had uh, applied for Medicaid with advice from somebody who really did not know the program very well. And uh, then the poor parent died uh, after the Medicaid application was done, but they had not, the, the uh, couple that was in the office had not followed through with producing the documentation that was needed. So they had no option at that point. They lost $19,000 that could have been saved if they had gotten proper advice about the Medi Medicaid program. So the easiest thing to do is just to make an appointment and see Attorney Tenny Lance or Attorney Michael Coleman, 508-998-8800. It's sort of like that insurance ad that you see on television. We've been there. We've seen it all. Right, right Tenny? <laughs> yeah, we do. We do say that. The farmer's insurance place that right. says, we, we have seen everything, therefore we know everything. Is that the dun 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 bum 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 Yes, we it is. Are yep, good. Now we just did a free ad for farmers. That's right. <laughs> but their ads are so funny. They love the one with the moose. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> well, let me just tell you that there's some other things that we can do within the home to be protective as well. Uh, we talked a little bit about physical things like handles and and things to protect you from falling. And pill dispensers are useful. Medication reminders. A lot of times people forget what medication they take. I do it because it's convenient. I take a bunch of vitamins and supplements and a couple of regular prescriptions, and I have these little boxes Monday through Sunday, and I fill them up. makes it much faster in the morning. I have sure. to open bottles. I just dump it out. Um, it also helps your memory. Well, you may remember, Ray, that the reason why we needed to put my mom into a nursing facility was because she never could get her medications straight. And she forgot them, she mixed them up, took them at the wrong times, and so forth. So that's an important thing. If you can, if you can figure that out for somebody, you might be able to keep them out of a nursing facility. Yeah, she also made cupcakes one year at Christmas time and put metal glitter on top. Oh, instead of um, instead of the edible sugar. stuff. That's I said, funny. Mom, these cookies don't look quite right. Oh, They're a little too God. shiny. Oh. There's nothing wrong with nothing those at cookies. All. Yeah. I told you, my <laughs> yeah, yeah used to water the plastic flowers. So. <laughs> well, I do that Great sometimes story. if Tanny's not home. I figured, why discriminate? <laughs> you know, Adlai Stevenson, uh, who ran for president, once said, it's not the years in your life that count, it's the life in your years. Very wise. Very pithy expression. But um, I have to give you a quotation from um, Pope John the Twenty-Third. Men are like wine. 
Some turn to vinegar, but the best improve with age. <laughs> Very important aging that quotation. You know, there's so much that can be done. There's a lot of information that we can provide. And, Tenny, you've got reports. You've got something called the Nightmare of Living Probate. We've got a great article on getting help at home. We've got information that we're happy to provide. Generally, there's no charge for a, an initial consultation. Now, there's an exception to that, isn't there, Tenny? If, you have, if you're going to see somebody strictly for a Medicaid consult because somebody's about to go into a nursing home and you might be doing a Medicaid application, then you do charge a fee for that. We won't talk about that right now. Somebody can call the office if they want that information. But other than that, to sit down and talk and look at your legal documents and see what you need, just give her a call at 508-998-8800. Any seminars coming up? Or? Not immediately, but yeah. soon. soon. We'll be talking about that shortly. People rave about them. Great job. They are fun to do, and I think they really get the point across. So Yes, they do. Yes, we will be doing those shortly. I thought it was your cookies, but maybe you're right. <laughs> well, <laughs> aging in place is very important. Most people would prefer to do that. We're going to have 70 million people in this country over the age of 65 by the year 2030, and we're all going to have the same problems. Um, I've had a fall recently. Went down quickly on some ice that wasn't sanded. Uh, fortunately, was not injured, but it happens. So think about yourselves. Think about your spouse. Think about your parents. And what are you doing to help your spouse and your parents get prepared to stay longer where they are so they don't have to go through expensive other choices and be more comfortable in their own home? Aging in place is important. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. We're going to continue this topic, and we will talk to you soon on the air.